0: Welcome to Radio Worldview. I'm August Huckabee. The Radio Worldview podcast exists to teach students to live and think with a biblical worldview so that they can serve Christ and lead the culture. Tune in every week for perspectives on the arts, current events, and how to apply a biblical worldview to every aspect of reality. Thanks so much for joining us. Hope you enjoy the show. Welcome back on the podcast, Bill. Good to have you again.
1: It's always good to give an update on what's going on with our students here at the Abbey in relation to how they interact with the community around them. Yep. We don't cloister our students. You know, it's it is a former Abbey, but right. we're not cloistering our students. We are equipping them to engage the culture. Yep. And so periodically, on a regular basis, we take the students here down to Rudd Park, which is right across the street. From Canyon City High School. And during the lunch period, students flow out of the high school down to the local fast food areas. Some of them hang out in the park. And our students engage them in conversation. We have had Excellent conversations and opportunities to share the gospel.
0: And this has gone that's gone on for years. I mean yes. that's not our new thing. That's been basically since twenty fourteen when we started. We've yes. been doing that.
1: Shortly after we started, yeah. we we discovered, hey, this is a great mm-hmm. venue. Yeah. For our students to have conversations.
0: Yeah. And this year we've been doing a new evangelism tool, five questions your teacher doesn't want you to ask. Yes. And it has been on different themes. So we got the most recent one. Most now.
1: recent one, uh, we give this away to students as they're coming back from lunch, mm-hmm. back onto the campus, back into the building. It's just a, it's just kind of a media or a literature blitz. Yeah. Here, this these Pass are five questions to ask your teacher. Yep. Okay. Martin Luther wrote, "I would advise no one to send his child where the holy scriptures are not supreme." Every institution that does not unceasingly pursue the study of God's word becomes corrupt. I greatly fear that the universities, unless they teach the Holy Scriptures diligently and impress them on the young students, are wide gates to hell. Hmm. That's from To the Christian Nobility, Luther's work. And I think that's good advice. And we need to understand that that when he says universities, he's talking about the high schools. Okay, the secondary education of his day. Sure. And so... Not the elementary education. Yes. Yeah. And we have seen that that's the case, that the schools, people are waking up all across the United States to the realization that the schools are not their friend. The schools are not a companion to Christian education or the church. The church and the schools don't no longer work together,
0: or substitute for parenting. Yes, for that
1: matter. And parents are becoming very upset about what is being taught to their students yep. in the secular schools, in the state schools. And so we want to penetrate. We want to. We want to charge the gates of hell, if you will. Sure. Because I am at war with the education system of our day, with the state schools, because they do not teach the fear of God as the basis for every subject being taught. And so we blitz students with five questions that your teachers don't want you to ask. And this past week, we we started with five questions none of your teachers want you to ask. Yeah.
0: In the past, we've done your history teacher, your science teacher, et cetera, and this time it's none of them. (laughs) Right.
1: The first question is, does God exist? Mm -hmm. If so, what is his character? And, of course, the answer to that is that the God of the Bible is trustworthy, he's loving, he's personal, and he's just, as well as being all-powerful. And we give several scriptures, references, that students can look up to check what we're saying out. Question number two is, if there is no God, then whatever is, is right. Without God, there's no right or wrong. That's an answer to the question, if God does not exist, what is the basis for morality? Yeah. So right. we're getting them to think about how do you know what is right and what is wrong? If there is no God, then why should I, even, why should I not cheat on a test, for example?
0: Right. Great question. Yep. There's no right or wrong. Why not cheat?
1: Yep. Question number three, how can we know God's character? Yeah. You know, we know that there is a God by looking at his creation. Romans tells us that.
0: Romans one twenty.
1: Yes, that everybody knows that God is. My contention, however, is that if you just look at nature, I see the beauty of a tree. I see the mountains. I know that this did not happen by chance. I see the intricacy of just a leaf or a blade of grass. And I know that it could not have happened by chance. But I can't know the character of this God. Right. Because I also see in nature the results of the fall. I see pain, suffering, disease, conflict, death. And so how do I know the character of this creator God? I can only know that from his word. So um, Hebrews 4.12 and Psalm 119.105 tell us the character of God's word. Everybody knows that God exists simply by looking at his creation. But one can only know God's character by reading God's word. Yeah. So question number four follows, and that is: Is truth absolute or relative, teacher? Mm-hmm. Okay.
0: If there's no God, no morality, right? Is truth absolute or relative? Right. Does yeah.
1: truth change? We've often asked, have students asked that question? Does truth change? If it changes, then it's not really true, isn't it? Right. It's arbitrary. Uh, If truth changes, can't be true. Truth never changes, because it's absolute, and it's revealed by God to people in his book. And that's why the question that accompanies this is, well, have you read God's Word? Mm -hmm. And we encourage students to whom we give this handout to investigate for themselves, not to take our Word, but to read the Word. Yeah. Okay. And the final question that we've asked is, "What is the purpose of education?" And that's the answer to that is that Martin Luther quote.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Okay. The purpose of the of education is the preparation. It's the art and preparation for living in God's creation, to His glory, now and throughout eternity. Okay. So, education has a purpose. But only if you start with the Creator, mm-hmm. if you start with there is no God, a belief in no God, or if you exclude God from that high school, from that classroom, from that subject, whatever it is, then you have stripped the reason for purpose and meaning in education away yeah. it is just a it's just an exercise without any future purpose other than to make money to get ahead what Mm -hmm. okay but if you if you start with there is a creator god who has created you for a purpose he's created the universe he's created the world around you for a purpose and you are a priest and a king as scripture tells us in Mm -hmm. second peter that you are a priest and a king that you have a purpose to proclaim his truth to everybody around you Therefore, you should be educated. You need to know how to read his word. You need to know how to communicate to others the truth of his word in the gospel. So you are a priest in that sense. You're making peace between men and God. Yep. And you're a king. You have a kingdom over which you rule as one of his creatures. You have a mind. You have a body. You produce the fruit of your labors to his glory, not for self-enggrandizement, but for his glory. Yeah, and that brings purpose and meaning to even learning parts of speech or <laughs> learning, you know, algebra. Sure. Or right. learning history facts. Right. So that's why we ask these questions. So students should ask their teachers, and we encourage them in this this handout. Why should I not cheat on a test? Yeah. And listen carefully to the answer. Mm-hmm. There are only two answers to that question. I never had a student ask me that question when I was teaching, okay? But it is it is the question that should be asked. Why shouldn't I cheat? There's only two answers I could give. One is because I said so. Mm-hmm. I don't know a single t- student who's going to accept that reason from any teacher. Yeah. The second answer is not because I said so, but because it is an absolute to which I, too, am accountable. Right.
0: It's the right so, thing to do. Yeah.
1: You may choose to cheat, and you may not get caught, but understand that there is a creator who knows and takes note to whom you're accountable. Yeah. And that brings, again, purpose to ethics, morality, and education.
0: hmm Yeah. Cool. We well, want
1: students to think we yeah. want students not to parrot ideas, not to merely uh, regurgitate what they're hearing in class on a test, just to get through the course. But we want them to think hard and think well about why they are being confined to a building for six hours a day, 180 days out of the year.
0: Yeah, yeah. Well, and I think, I think even if. Um, even if they hear a different answer than something like that, or even if a student doesn't get the chance to give an answer, these are great questions to ask, right? Even if it's one-on-one, you know, even if it's in public, right? Just being able to talk about, hey, if there's, if we're not allowed to talk about what we believe, if we're not allowed to have a belief system here, then why why is there such a big thing about about this, right? And just letting that conversation set and... I just think it's it's an opportunity to be fruitful one yeah. way or the other. We want
1: these questions so. to percolate throughout the students' minds and throughout yeah. that building.
0: Yeah, and you get other people thinking just by asking them, right?
1: right? Yeah,
0: yeah, I would agree. So, well, cool. That's exciting. Any other things to add on this one for the week?
1: No, but next week we're going to look at um, when teachers say you, they can't answer these questions. Ah, uh, nice. How? What questions should you ask then?
0: Yeah, nice. <laughs> Alright, so we're getting down the road. So these are, by the way, these, all these podcasts we've gone through, I think every single one of these, they're also on our blog on worldviewbridger.com slash blog. You can look through previous questions and answers and some of that. And um, These are meant to be a resource for anybody who's listening. So if you know somebody who is at a private school public school homeschool group who likes to be a contrarian or who wants to maybe ask some questions to their teacher or provocateur yeah then these uh, this is meant to be a resource for that so
1: and, and this is an opportunity to spark conversations yeah so we urge you to get a hold of these materials and apply them in your community
0: yeah even in small groups I mean anywhere anywhere for sure all right well thanks again for being on Bill we'll talk to you soon
1: always good to be here.
0: Well, that's our show for today. Thanks again for joining us. For more information about our Worldview Academy summer camps, go to worldview.org. And for more information about our gap year program for college freshman students, go to worldviewbridgeyear.com. Thanks again. Hope we'll see you soon.